bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. I'm actually going to go just with the assist, which is plus 130. He's played in five career game sevens, has five assists. So we'll uh, take a shot All with right. Kaner with an assist Kaner. tonight. And uh, we love the Rangers, meaning probably both things fail, unfortunately, with the way my uh, Stanley Cup bettings went. But we'll take a shot tonight. Go Rangers. Trista's favorite team. James Harden I has 16 points right lose. now. 16 points for James Harden. Yeah, he's incredible tonight. This is why you just you don't know with him. You yeah. don't know in the playoffs. It's why I just honestly stay away from any of his points props because I, I don't know if he's going to go out and get you 16. Yeah. Or he's going to go out and get you 36. Yeah, he needs to go away uh, and uh, let Maxi take over. But unfortunately, Maxi has three points. And he's, he's doing sideline interviews now. Go to the cup here. There we'll take go. that and one. That. Ah, we we would have. We would have won. Just get him in a rhythm. Get him in a rhythm. Yeah. He doesn't play well against the Celtics, though. He averages Average eight and a half points a game. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. really bad. So that that's the only issue. So hopefully he's going to get in a rhythm early in this game because the Celtics have found ways to just lock him down. What the hell is Grant Williams doing on the floor? Mm, defending. Yeah, well, let's get stuff. him. I need, I need a couple more assists from Tatum, so let's get him <laughs> off the floor. Get some scorers out there. So everybody's been talking about the Eagles, and rightfully so, what they did in the draft. I mean, well, their offseason in general has just been, I mean, fantastic. They, they've reloaded. You get Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith in the first round. I mean, that, that's enough, not to mention what they did later in the rounds. But it wasn't just the Eagles that had a really good draft. I, I'd argue teams like the Giants, uh, the Colts, the Steelers. Steelers getting Joey Porter Jr. in the second round was an absolute steal. You were begging for Darnell Washington to get drafted. He finally got drafted by the Steelers. I think he's perfect there. So when you kind of look back on all the chaos that actually happened, there are clearly some teams that I, I wouldn't argue that it moved them significantly in terms of win totals, but maybe in terms of odds to make the playoffs, those prices changing over time. Uh, there, there, there was at least that. I really like the Steelers now going into this year. Absolutely, man. I like Kenny Pickett a lot more than I thought. As a rookie, showed flashes, and especially because they didn't throw him into the fire right away because Trubisky was the week one starter. But I didn't like the offensive line. I don't like Matt Canada as the play caller, and yet I still think the Steelers have a shot to make the playoffs as long as T.J. Watt stays healthy. That's how important he is on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, I do like what, they, like what they've done. I thought that they got a steal with Darnell. The only thing that scares me, because I was wondering why the Packers didn't take Darnell Washington, I thought it was a foot injury because that's the injury that he dealt with last year at Georgia where he missed two games, I want to say, in a year and a half. But it was reported as a knee injury. So that scares you because that's a yeah. guy I think has a 10-year NFL career. Yeah. Regardless of what he does, He's probably not going to be a 70-80 receptions guy, and Pittsburgh doesn't need that. They need offensive line help. He's another tackle. That's pretty much what he is. You want to run two tight end sets. He's He's one of the better blockers in this draft at the tight end position. He's 6'7", 265 pounds. He's just got to stay healthy. So I really like that pickup for the Steelers. And uh, again, man, like we thought last year they were going to be a disaster, and Mike Tomlin still doesn't have a losing record. Let me ask you guys this. So you look at uh, Georgia, at the NFL Georgia team, which is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. They also get DeAndre Swift, who also went to Georgia. So between between the Eagles, who very obviously crushed it, and the Steelers, who crushed it, who do you think had a better draft? The Eagles. You think so? Still the Eagles, yeah. 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 And I I would include the DeAndre Swift trade because that was part of the draft. I know he wasn't a guy they drafted, but, like, that was still part of that whole weekend. And, And they just, they continue to get better. And younger, too. I mean, you it's just, it's not fair. It's like, seeing uh, 
Micah Parsons on that podcast talking about he was sick to his stomach with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's right. Indeed. The, the Eagles have a chance, Trista, to be a dynasty for the next 10 years. As I mean, long as dynasty. all of those young guys on the defense can like start to produce right away. Because sure. N'Kobe Dean took some time. He wasn't really producing. Jordan Davis, he got injured, but I think they were kind of putting him on ice so mm-hmm. that he could learn behind the other defensive guys on the line. Like, so then you wonder if there's like a staggering of the new guys that just got drafted too. Like, what do you think, Ryan? Do you think they all play significant minutes right away? I don't know about right away, but that's what I like about the Eagles defensively, and especially with their pass rushers. Every year they win the Super Bowl or they go to the Super Bowl, this is what they do. You know, we talked about that on draft night. Like, Chris Long, when he was there, really only played on third downs. And with these young guys, that's the other thing is like defensive line, it's such a hard position to learn. Yeah. It takes these guys some time. You know, some of the top pass rushers in the league, it takes some time. So I think that the guys that were young last year, I think like I think they'll make a leap, a year two leap, and then I think these rookies, you'll find perfect roles and spots for them. So I love what they've done. Yeah, me too. And then you look at the Steelers, they get Broderick Jones, who that was a huge pickup. Mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, at 15, that's what the Jets wanted, and that's what they did not get. I think mm-hmm. the Packers could have gotten exactly who – I think they could have gotten Lucas Van Ness at 15. They really did not need the 13th pick. That was just like an ego play. Like, Lucas yeah. Van Ness would have been there at 15. Yeah, I thought when they were looking to move up, that's because they wanted a wide receiver or one of the tight ends. But they end up taking two tight ends, but later on, they got Musgrave, who I yep. do like, and they get him a little bit later on. And then they got another tight end uh, out of South Dakota State, who a kid that actually turned down a bunch of NIL money to go play at Alabama last year with Nick Saban. So they got a couple of receiving tight ends. I was shocked Pro Football Network actually said Green Bay won the draft. They gave him an A+. I did like the draft for Gudikins, other than the Clifford pick out of Penn State. I hate that pick. Granted, he's a fifth-round pick, but the Packers have three quarterbacks on their roster. Danny Etling, Jordan Love, and now uh, this dude out of Penn State, Clifford. Mm-hmm. And so my biggest concern is, like, your one collarbone injury or a concussion away from Sean Clifford having to play in the NFL, and I never want to see that. So <laughs> Not while the Packers team. won the draft, I kind of hope that they go out and get a veteran quarterback, like a Brian Hoyer type just in case Jordan Love Maybe they goes still down do. with an injury. So it's Eagles, A++. I mean, it's I, Steelers, A+, and Packers, A+. All those teams, I really like the draft. Giants did really well, too. I, so some people are bitching about Houston's draft. I'm not. Because they gave up so much for Will Anderson. I like, I like what they did. Because you're going into a rebuild and you're giving up you know, a future round, picks. Yeah. A, a future first-round pick. That makes sense. But if you're sold on C.J. Stroud, I love also that they took him at number two. You don't go Anderson number two. You have to take your quarterback number two. Uh, well, yeah, because then yeah. nobody's – there's a bunch better. of people – well, no, not just that, but, like, if C.J. Stroud's on the board, people now moving up to three is going to be really difficult mm-hmm. for you, and you're going to have to get yeah. – even give up more for, for that pick. Yeah, I think they won just because uh, – I mean, it's so easy to say you get your quarterback next year, but what if they win five, six, seven games and a team like Arizona, like Arizona's going to be terrible. And while we think they're committed to Kyler, they could easily look to move on if Caleb Williams is there, which he will be at number I mean, he's not going to go zero, so he's going to be there at number one. (laughs) Or maybe they like Jermay, or maybe they like Pratt. I don't know. It's just, it's so easy to say you get your guy next year, but this year you had the second-best quarterback in C.J. Stroud, and you got Will Anderson, who we were just like, that just shows that 
the pre-draft stuff goes on for too long, these workouts, because we've been talking about Will Anderson for the last three years, guys, as the best defensive player. And then all of a sudden, we're yeah. looking at other guys like, well, this guy's got the bigger ceiling, the higher ceiling. I don't know, man, because Will Anderson's probably going to be a seven, eight-year pro, and he's going to have nine and a half to ten sacks every single year. I love Will Anderson. I think Same. that was the right choice. You can never Same. have enough pass rushers. And it's clear that people forgot that this was a guy that was talked about as a legit Heisman winner. Like, not just, a, oh, it's nice, but if there's ever a defensive player that can win it, it was going to be Will Anderson. So yeah. if, if you see the guys that you like in this draft, you go get them. I understand they had to give up some for it, but there's ways to get back draft picks. It's not impossible. They've got an edge yeah. rusher that they need. they got a quarterback now that they needed. And I, I get the whole, like, well, next year is Caleb Williams and Drake May. But again, there are so many other teams that are also going to try and tank for those mm -hmm. two quarterbacks. You can't guarantee everything. And then if you missed out on Stroud, if you really liked him, and the next year you have the fifth pick, and you're not getting any of those quarterbacks that you want, then it was all wasted a bunch of time. I agree. Another team that killed it, I'd give an A to the Bears, because you get Darnell Wright at number 10. Right, uh, You stack all those picks by trading back. So now, finally, Justin Fields has any sort of offensive line. You could evaluate him, evaluate him a little bit better. You get a running back at pick 115, the other running back, Johnson out of Texas, who I do like as a backup running back. You get Tyler Scott, so you have another wide receiver there now. I thought that they had a really nice draft, and then I love what the Seahawks did because I did not want them to draft for the future because Pete Carroll's probably got like three, four more years. He's rejuvenated. You got yeah. rid of that weirdo, Russell Wilson, who gave himself a nickname, Mr. Unlimited. They're trying to rebuild the Legion of Boom defense. Now you have two corners. You fixed up that pass rush a little bit. You got tougher. You got meaner. And you keep adding weapons on the offensive side of the ball for Geno Smith. Yeah, Devin Willerspoon was, was a big pick. Yep. Yeah, man. And, and now, like, you have multiple backs. The offensive line still isn't great for Seattle, but it's better than I projected going into last season. I thought they were like a 3-4 win team, and the NFC is wide open. I love what Seattle did. They and still I'm happy can't stop the run, though. Well, yeah, they can't stop the run. That, that's the problem. But they did get a little bit better defensively. In this yeah. league, like, nobody could stop the run. Everybody builds to stop the pass. Facts. Then last year there Except was Except for the my league. Cowboys. My Cowboys took a, a run stopper. And they want to run the ball, too. They're going old school now. Tell you what, got Deuce Vaughn. I love I like that. that. I mean, granted, he's 5'6". I think he could be a Sproles type, man. Yeah, I like him. That was cool to see his dad, too. Oh, that was, I like got kind of wispy-eyed. Yeah, those are always fun stories, especially later in the draft when it's just like a big moment and you don't have a lot of interesting things going on in the sixth and seventh round. Those are always the fun stories there. But, yeah, I mean, we clearly see the teams that got uh, better. There's also teams that just had horrible drafts, too, right? And it's funny because you talk about some people saying Houston, they really like their draft. I've seen other people give them, you know, they give these grades out like a C and a yeah. D and all that. Like, those are the teams to me like the Jets or the maybe the Cardinals. They, they had – their drafts left a lot to be desired. I do have one here that has the commanders with getting a, a D. I, I don't mind their drafts. I didn't hate the draft. Um, I liked Emmanuel Forbes. They needed somebody who was a playmaker on defense that's actually going to get them interceptions. That's the reason why they went out and got them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, the concept of, like, we need a quarterback. I saw, you know, fans saying that on Twitter. I'm like, have you not – have you not learned? Yeah. You can't just reach for a quarterback here. Yeah. Not that they're odd shifted guys, but the draft, the only thing that I would do with the draft is I'm not high on the team, but I think plus 400 or anything better for the Packers to win the NFC North is a little bit crazy. I'd probably take a shot with that because my overreaction was like the Lions probably shouldn't be the favorites to win the NFC North. Yeah. Because I know I like what they did later on in the draft because they get Hendon Hooker in the third round. Yeah, that was key. You get Brian Branch, round two, pick 45. So I like those picks, but for some reason, and I even like Sam Laporta 
in the second round. But in the first round, you go back to 1995 and you draft a running back and an inside linebacker. I like Gibbs, and I do think he's an improvement over Swift because they didn't like Swift, and you're able to trade him. But I don't know, man. At pick 12 and then Jack Campbell at pick 18, I didn't love that. So not out on Detroit, but I definitely wouldn't play them at that price to win the NFC North. And uh, the team that I'd be all in on after the draft because I think that they hit everything would be the Eagles. Not that like plus gonna... one hundred to win the NFC East. Yeah. I don't want to tie my money up for that long. Not for, for plus one. Yeah, not for yeah. Just I don't want to tie. I don't want to tie my money up yeah. for that long. What I'll do is just bet the Eagles. Yeah, bet the Eagles week. first quarter every week. Yeah, we'll just roll it over. I'll I mean, make more money that way. I mean, Jordan Davis is going to be so much better a year too. Yeah, and he's and he's, and he's like going to know how to take care of his body. The NFL version of that. Is that going to be a situation where that defense is we just take under team totals whoever they're playing against every week? Yeah. It kind of feels that and way. Team total overs because the, for I them, mean, yeah. The only thing is what Philadelphia would do to you last year, take their foot off the gas a little bit in the second half yeah. of these games because there's just no way to stop them. They're efficient running offenses. And then if you stack the box or you play eight men in the box, Jalen's going to kill you with his arms. And A.J. Brown's going to run those slants. And they've only gotten better. And they'll probably still add guys because that's the other thing. Everybody's going to want to go play in Philadelphia because the NFC is wide open. If I'm a free agent or, you know, one of these veteran type guys and I'm not going to the Jets because most likely a lot of these guys go follow Aaron Rodgers that are still there, I'm either going to Philadelphia or I'm going to wait and see what happens in San Francisco yep. and try to make my way there. But I don't know, man, because, like, Purdy's not ready right now. And Trey Lance isn't the guy. Yeah. And Sam Donald's clearly Back. not but the guy. But the 49ers are still plus 350 to win the NFC. And I'm the Eagles are 3-1. Like, I know the price sucks, it's but such I'm all a in close, on the Eagles. It's such a close price. They're, they're going to be they're gonna be better than they were last year, though, I feel. The 49ers or the Eagles? No, no, the Eagles. Oh, absolutely. I think the 49ers take a step back. Are we also back to the Lions really quickly, just taking yeah. Lions overs? Because if you look at their, in terms of team total overs, if you look at how much they have offensively. Yeah. Okay, so it's Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery uh, as like a tandem. Mm-hmm. Amonra St. Brown and Josh Reynolds. Jamison Williams, who's, uh, eventually. yes, eventually. He's suspended, but I think that's okay because Cleef Raymond's okay. It's okay. Marvin Jones, like, fine. Uh, Brock Wright and Sam Laporta. I like that's Laporta. A, that's a squad, mm-hmm. like, in terms of mm-hmm. just offense. With Ben Johnson calling the plays, too. Yeah, Ben yeah. Johnson calling the plays. For one more year, until he's a head coach next year. And then they're going to have that kid hopefully play some uh, from Brian Branch because they need some help. And they got, obviously, a, um, a linebacker in Jack Campbell. I don't know how good he's going to be, though. I mean, he's an inside line. But yeah, I mean, the problem is they're secondary still. Yeah. Get a little bit better. Maybe moving a CUDA. Maybe maybe that's a good thing, but you wasted a top five pick on him a couple of years ago. I just, I would have felt better if they drafted a couple corners early on. Because I liked the corners, and that's why I think people are flipping Christian out. Christian Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's a steal. I hate that he went to the Pats, but I like yeah. Forbes. I mean, I had, yeah. that was my, in my opinion, I had him as the steal of the first round. I think he's going to be a stud. I don't care that he's five foot ten. Doesn't I kind of like Gonzalez. Gonzalez had the size. And it was somebody that was looked at as a top ten pick, but the fact that Washington needed somebody that was a ball lock, I think it was Forbes had what six picks. What did you in think college? about Deontay a, Banks? Yeah, uh, I like Banks a lot too. I like Forbes better. Twelve career picks, six of those go for six. I mean, that's the thing. Like I like Jair Alexander and some of these corners, but they're not ball hawks. They don't create turnovers. They're yeah. shut down corners. He's actually a guy that's going to take the ball away. You need that. That's what you guys need. That's what the commander needs. Yeah.